1: Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500, 500. That's audible.com slash pod or text pod to 500-500. Like, I've never been
2: to the stadium before. I'm jazzed. Which, I don't know if they like this at all, but I've been calling it the giant Roomba in the desert because it looks like
0: it, it does look like a Roomba, right?
2: It's it's Allegiant Stadium.
0: Holy cow, I can never unsee that. We will be using that. I'm sorry. The giant Roomba in the desert. Uh, Welcome to our pre-ACM Awards
3: Spectacular. This show drops four days before the 57th annual ACM Awards in Las Vegas, and we have everything that you need to know for the big
0: event. I'm Kelly Sutton. And I'm Amber Anderson, and soon we'll be joined by Gabby Barrett, who is one of the co-hosts of the ACMs. Now, Kelly, you caught up with her a couple days ago while I was at work. Yeah, I did. (laughs) I mean, she hopped on her computer with me in
3: between diaper changes and dress fittings. She's got a lot going on these days. We fanned out over Dolly Parton together. She gave us a sneak peek of the preparations of her job co-hosting with Dolly and Jimmy Allen. You think she's nervous? I mean, I'd be terrified. I can't tell you.
0: You have to keep listening. Okay. That's why we're doing this podcast. (laughs) Hopefully she has her wardrobe all figured out by this time. Yes. We have to give a shout out to the amazing designer. I just met him. I'm obsessed. (laughs) Jonathan Kane, who not only is creating some custom gowns for Gabby to wear, but he's also dressing Kelly and I for the red carpet. And we just had the best time hanging out with him and looking at dresses and playing dress up. It was so fun. I mean,
3: I've known Jonathan forever. He really is incredible. And I've been lucky enough to wear his custom designs on every red carpet I think I've done in the last at least 10 years. That's incredible. He's actually been outfitting Reba with all of the costumes on her tour this year. So if you've
0: seen her tour, you've seen some of Jonathan's work. And his warehouse oh my is like a playground. I mean, you told me you were kind of like setting it up like it's it's a warehouse. He's got all these things. He can pull things. When we walked in, I mean, <laughs> it really is like a playground. And then he just immediately was like, "Uh uh-huh, we'll pull this for you. We'll pull this for, especially Kelly. Like, he knows you so well. (laughs) He came out with, like, to the point where everything Kelly put on, we had to rank, like, one, two, three, or four. Okay, that's one and a half. Yeah. That one took the number two spot.
3: He's so great at it. And there are going to be some others that will be wearing him as well. I would say, I would venture to guess that if you were doing, like, a pie chart of which designer had the most people wearing them at the
0: ACM Awards, Jonathan's probably in the 50th percentile. I believe that. I'm so pumped about my dress.
3: <laughs> Me too. If you want to see us in those dresses, then set yourself a reminder to tune into The Red Carpet Show. It's happening Monday night on Twitch. We're going to be live streaming
0: 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Vegas time. So go ahead and surf on over to twitch.tv slash Amazon Music to start following the channel. Go ahead and do that. We'll also be there Sunday night bringing everyone behind the scenes stories from Allegiance. Stadium, the first time home of the ACM Awards.
3: It's going to be a busy week in Las Vegas for sure. I mean, I've seen some of the renderings and we've got a killer space set up to chat with all of the nominees. So next week's show will be packed with
0: interviews. Well, we have to get through this week's show That's first. True. In addition to having Gabby center stage, we get to catch up with Chris Young. He's the most nominated artist at
3: the ACM Awards, seven nominations total in four different categories. We're going to talk to him all
0: about it in just a few minutes. And then in our Fanning Out segment, we'll hear stories from a woman who was such a country music fan, she left her corporate career to become a country music journalist.
3: Alison Bonaguro has written for CMT, The Chicago Tribune, Men and Women. Women's Health Magazine. She's even covered country music artist for Southwest Airlines
0: in Flight Magazine. She has a new book out called Backstage, My 15 Years Behind the Scenes in Country Music, and Lee Bryce actually wrote the foreword. So much to get to today, but first let's catch up on the latest news as we find out what's cooking in country Music. Before we dig into all the news you need to know about what's happening in Las Vegas this weekend, there are a couple of other quick notes to pass along. First up, we got word this week that Brooks and Dunn are hitting the road again. They're doing a 2022 arena tour this summer. Yes, it's the reboot 2022 tour. They'll be back in arenas for the first time in over a decade. They're taking a ton of artists with them, including Walker Hayes, John Party, Gabby Barrett, Jordan Davis, Riley Green, and our Amazon artist to watch, Morgan Wade. Pretty cool. We're going to have to go. We are. John Party also announced a tour this week.
3: The Ain't Always the Cowboy tour gets underway in July, and it runs all summer. Lainey Wilson and Hayley Witters are opening.
0: We see you, John, giving women those coveted opening slots. Way to go. I like that. Me too. And we also found out Naomi Cook of Runaway June is leaving the trio to pursue a solo career. Yeah, that leaves Jennifer Wayne as the only original member of the group since Hannah Mulholland left in 2020. Hannah was replaced by Natalie Stovall, who is still in the group, but has a side hustle as a television host for Circle Network, the Country Music TV channel. But Jen is also about to have a baby, so I think the future of the group is a little uncertain right now. We will definitely have to keep an eye on that. And then, of course, Nashville is about to become a ghost town as country music takes over Las Vegas this weekend. In addition to the awards, there are lots of other special events happening that the fans can take part in.
3: ACM Lifting Lives is the charitable arm of the Academy of Country Music, and they always put on some great events surrounding the ACM Awards. So everyone
0: coming to the show can actually make a whole weekend out of it. One of the side events is called Tee Off and Rock On. There used to be a celebrity golf tournament as part of ACM Weekend, but they've reimagined it and it takes place at the indoor golf spot Topgolf. Luke Bryan's hosting this year and he has a lot of friends hitting the tee with him, including Jordan Davis, Lainey Wilson, and LV Shane. Is Lainey going to golf in Bell Bottoms? Of course she is (laughs) and she's going to crush it. Yes, she is. I know she will. (laughs) I know you will, Lainey. I know you will. (laughs) new this year is something called Hangover Fest. This is a concert at the House of Blues put on by a country music newsletter called The Morning Hangover. Jordan Davis and Lainey Wilson are also headlining
3: this one. I mean, they're everywhere this weekend. Other acts taking the stage include Dustin Lynch,
0: Scotty McCreary, and Tennille Towns. It also benefits ACM Lifting Lives, which does such great work to help all of the people who work in country music. Okay, so on to the big show. Do you have the latest performance list, Kelly? I think so. I mean, I feel like the announcements are coming in so fast and furious this week. It's pretty hard to keep up. I
3: do want to talk
0: about Kelly Clarkson's performance. Yes, I am so excited about this. She is paying tribute to Dolly, and I think she's doing 9 to 5, which she's done as part of a new Dolly documentary that will premiere at South by Southwest later this month called Still Working 9 to 5.
3: That documentary is executive produced by your boss, quadruple
0: ACM nominee and songwriter-producer extraordinaire Shane McAnally. It sure is. It <laughs> sure is. We're so proud. And Kelly and Dolly have done a duet version of 9 to 5 for the film, and Kelly has covered that song before, including on her daytime talk show. I and I to the kitchen, myself a cup of and, yarn and, stretch and try to
4: come alive.
3: It's going to be a Dolly kind of night. She's performing a duet with Kelsey Ballerini. It's Dolly's new song called Big Dreams and Faded Jeans, which is on the Country Heat playlist. Big dreams. And faded
0: jeans fit together like a team, always busting. Dolly's co-hosts, Gabby Barrett, and Jimmy Allen are performing together. They are actually opening the show. She spills a little bit of the sweet tea about that performance later in the podcast. And we got word this week that lots of our favorites are going to be performing, including Britney Spencer. Woo-hoo. Yes, Brothers Osborne, Carrie Underwood. The lineup is absolutely packed.
3: And I don't think it's any coincidence that so many of
0: the artists who've done this podcast are performing, do you? Oh, we absolutely had something to do with it. <laughs> No doubt. Eric Church, Carly Pierce, Jason Aldean, Walker Hayes, and Breland, all of them taking the stage after taking center stage right here on Country Heat Weekly.
3: Okay, speaking of Breland, I saw him perform last week at an industry luncheon. He did the song that he's going to be performing on the ACMs. It's called praise the Lord, and it is rockin'. I can't wait until he has everyone at Allegiant Stadium on their feet.
0: As of this recording, they have not announced presenters for the show, but I cannot wait to see who else will pop up on stage in Las Vegas. And as a reminder, the 57th
3: ACM Awards air Monday night live from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, and it's the first
0: awards show to exclusively stream. History is going to be made in so many ways that night, and because it's streaming on Amazon Prime Video, fans will be able to catch it live in not only the U.S. and Canada, but also in Australia, New Zealand, and the U.K. All the places we have Country Heat Weekly listeners. And as a special bonus segment for our pre-ACM Awards Spectacular, we have a quick chat with the most nominated artist at this year's award. Seven nominations in four categories. Chris Young is here.
2: I still feel like somebody's (laughs) just going to call me at some point and be like, just kidding. We were just kidding. You're not the most nominated. It's like, yeah, it's a big deal. I mean... I, I've never been most nominated at anything, so.
3: Have you ever won an ACM award?
2: I've never won an ACM award. I would like to win all of them. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say that I wouldn't. I'm not going to do the, oh, no, it's just, you know. But it it really is a, a big honor, so. It's an honor to hear my name called.
5: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: For anything and not being, like, me being in trouble.
5: Yeah. <laughs> right,
2: right. I, so it's a... Uh, It's fun. It's going to be awesome.
3: Before we start getting into all of the details, the question that I really wanted to ask, are you jealous that your mom did our podcast before you did?
2: I mean, I'm not jealous. I'm, I'm a little offended. (laughs) <laughs> no, uh, not at all. I thought that was cool. And I, and I got to I got to see a little bit of it and, and hear it. I think she was more nervous about doing that than just about anything else that I've seen her go do. She's, really?
0: She was such a natural, too. Yeah, she was great. She was
2: just like, I don't want to say anything that you're going to be mad at me about. I'm like, well, it's not about me. This is about you. Like, yes, it's the, I guess, the family tree. Yeah, and yeah. everything. But, you know, she was in the music industry before I was.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and she told us only- y- you were not her first client.
2: No, 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 not even close.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we have to go back to the seven nominations. So you co-produced your album, so you're a double nominee in three mm-hmm. of the categories.
2: Which, by yeah. the way, confused people a lot. <laughs> They're like, but I only saw, like, I don't think I saw seven, and I'm like, no, nah, I got I got lucky because they count you as a producer as well, so I get to see that side of things.
0: If you win, do you get two two trophies? Yeah, Yeah. so you get honored for producer and... Yeah. Okay. That's amazing.
2: I would like I would like to win one.
0: That's a solid <laughs> seven, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah.
2: I would like to win one, but if I win all of them,
3: I'm not going to be mad. <laughs> yeah, if you win one, right. you buy, one get, you get get one, buy one, get one free. Buy one, get one free. It's a BOGO.
0: <laughs> Everybody loves a BOGO! <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I love that so much.
2: I don't want to get too high or too low on this because you you don't know. Right. Yeah. The, the, the high point of that night for me might be performing, but... Uh, even if that's it, like I've never been to the stadium before, that'll be my first memory there. Yeah, so that's a great way to to start that. You know,
3: let's talk about the performance. Um, two songs, one new, yeah. one old, right? Yep. Are they two separate performances? It is all going together. How's it work?
2: I mean, I don't want to give away too much. There's no break. Okay. So okay. we we kind of go from one song to another, but um, got a cool way that we set it up. Obviously excited to be able to perform the new single with Mitchell at the end of a bar. Uh, That's going to be a lot of fun. And then uh, being able to go back to Raised on Country. I never played that anywhere when it was a hit. It never got a TV hit. So it's it's nice to be able to go back to that. And it's obviously honoring people that I grew up listening to. So...
0: I feel like there's more to dig into there. I know. Uh, We'll we'll Uh, process that. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I want to know more. Um, Okay, so what else do you have planned out in Vegas for your time there? I know you probably have a lot of press and stuff.
3: Uh,
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, getting the press stuff done, the radio visits, and just as much stuff as I can do while I'm there, I'm going to do. But I'm really not there a whole bunch of days. I had people ask me, they're like, so you, like, fly out tomorrow? And I'm like, no, I don't go out till the weekend, so... And it's on a Monday, right? Mm-hmm, mm. Which is is a little bit different. But the one thing that's kind of cool that I didn't think about, I guess, is because it'll be streaming. <laughs> I was doing interviews uh, with people from London, and they're like, "We'll actually get to see it in real time because it's streaming." So I was like, "That's nice," because it's I've got a lot of people that are overseas that want to see that. So and that's, Canada that's cool. and yeah.
3: Australia, all the places yeah, are going to be, be awesome. able to watch it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. We know you got a lot happening, and I know that you're going to have to come and hang out with us a little bit later on. Like after Damn. ACMs, come do the podcast and we'll have a sit down, proper sit down.
0: All right. I'm done. Good. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by. We'll see you this weekend in Vegas. Thanks, guys. It's time for a quick break, but before we go, we're going to read you a quote from one of the artists on the Country Heat playlist. And we want everyone listening to make their guess on who said this. I remember moving to town going, could I ever perform on one of the major country music award shows? I just sat back as a young artist dreaming of that moment. Here's a hint. This person is performing on this year's show. When we come back, we'll tell you who said that and we'll chat with ACM Awards co-host Gabby Barrett.
3: we're back, and it's time to tell you who said that.
1: You know, I remember moving to town going, could I ever perform on one of the major country music award shows? And uh, I just sat back as a young artist, dreaming of that
5: moment.
0: Luke Bryan. Luke has two performances on this year's ACM Awards, and they are both pre-taped. He's doing his latest single, Up, and then he's also going to perform By Dirt with Jordan Davis. Oh, yeah. I wonder if those will be pre taped from the top golf event.
3: That would make sense. Having pre taped performances will also give the crew a breather since there are no commercial breaks for set changes. Shout out to the broadcast crew at Amazon Prime Video. We know you've been working so hard on all of this, and we can't wait to
0: see it all pay off Monday night. America fell in love with today's guest when we first met her in 2018 on American Idol. Now she's at the top of her game as a country music artist and a first-time mom. Basically, Gabby Barrett is a superhero. <laughs> her debut album, Goldmine, made history in 2020 for having the most first-week streams for a debut album by a country artist. Her first single, I Hope, has been certified five times platinum. I hope you
2: both feel by the end of the drive. I hope you know she's
1: the one
0: And the follow-up, The Good Ones, followed it right back up to the top of the chart. Anybody
4: can be- I
3: got to talk to her about everything that goes into the preparation for co-hosting Monday night's ACM Awards
0: alongside Dolly Parton and Jimmy Allen. Now, I couldn't make this taping because I had things going on at my day job that even a five times platinum ACM host couldn't stop. So we all get to listen in as Kelly catches up with reigning ACM new female artist of the year, Gabby Barrett.
3: Gabby, we are like a week and a half away from ACM Awards as we record this right now. Where are you in preparations? Because I got to tell I'm the last minute girl that's going to be throwing stuff in a bag, but you got way more stuff to think about
4: and prepare. So how's it going? It's going good. I am uh, definitely nervous, but I think it'll go over well. I've never met Dolly Barton before and I have met Jimmy Allen though. So it's going to be really fun to be able to co-host and be on the same stage as them. We're We're in preparation. I have not seen any script stuff yet. So we actually have not rehearsed any of that yet i know which i'm not sure if i should be panicking more or not but uh we have rehearsed other musical things i will be performing with Jumi allen on the show
3: so back up a second you just said you haven't
4: met dolly before no not in person i have not what is that moment gonna be like i don't I don't know. Amazing, magical. I mean, she's such an iconic person and she's paved the way for a lot of people. And she is somebody that I listened to growing up a lot and would perform covers of her songs all the time when I would plug up my laptop and go, you know, do cover songs anywhere that I could. So it'll be pretty interesting to be able to meet her in person, the woman that's inspired a lot of people in country music. Okay, go to Dolly cover song. What was it? Who's Jolene? Jolene and um I will always love you were the two that I always did by her.
3: Girl. Both of those are fantastic choices. I was actually yeah. with Jonathan Kane yesterday, and I know he's doing oh. some dresses for you. Where yes. are you as far as wardrobe? I mean, is this is this the fun part for you to get to play dress
4: up? Absolutely. I like working with my stylist a lot, Tiffany Gifford. She's amazing. We work on a lot of different custom pieces together. I just like to be very hands-on with everything. And I've always liked fashion since I was younger. Fashion and makeup and, you know, pretty things and and stuff like that. So it is really exciting to be in this spot where I can, you know, work hand in hand with the stylist and the designer and really come up with something that is just awesome. So we are working on some custom pieces. And that's funny you asked where I am on the outfits because today is actually a day that I have a big fitting for tons of outfits that will be needed for ACMs for me. So I'm excited about that. You say tons. Do you have a number yet? I think it's around six. I think it's six. So quite a bit. (laughs) Well, and you know,
3: I want to get to this a little bit later on if you know some of the inner workings, which I know we're still, we're a ways out, but it is interesting that this year because it's streaming on Amazon, we don't have any commercials. Mm -hmm. So you don't have that time that you're going to be able to do the quick change. Is that going to make it a little bit more interesting and strenuous to get changed into six different costumes?
4: (laughs) I'm sure. I don't know how all this is going to work. I am definitely nervous but excited because I've not seen how this is all going. to work out because it sounds like it's going to be tricky, exactly what you said with the commercials, no commercials. But it's going to be really fun. So we'll see what goes wrong.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Or what goes right. We'll just think about it on on the positive. Yeah, both. What goes right. It's going to be fantastic. Have you in the past watched an award show and thought, oh my gosh, this person is killing it as a host? Is there one person that you're kind of looking at hoping I can emulate a little bit of what they did?
4: You know who I always thought was funny was Carrie and Brad Paisley. Mm -hmm. They were like... (laughs) They are so funny. Their jokes were great. They had a lot of like just good friendly chemistry on stage to where like their personalities click together. So I'm interested to see how the script is for everything and how it's all gonna click together.
3: They were so great. And when they would do like the fun little song at the beginning and make up yes. the jokes in between.
5: Hey do you think that these dolls are- Anatomically correct? Yes. Only one way to find out, give me faith cannot be right there's nothing there
4: poor faith they had yeah they had everybody captivated from the entire time which was really cool see that's the thing you and jimmy
3: could work up a little something i'm just saying i know we'll see (laughs) Uh, you know this year's (laughs) award show is really It is so different because it is going to be streaming, but then also the group of nominees is the most inclusive we've ever had. We've got females in every category, except for the male categories, obviously. We have three out members of the LGBTQ community that are also represented as nominees. We've got performers, we've got artists of color who are going to be a part of the show that are also nominated. I mean, it's just, it's incredible to look at it, knowing that we're welcoming so many more people into the country music genre. Speak to me a little bit about what that means for you to kind of be the face of this really all inclusive cast that's being presented for the 57th annual ACM awards.
4: Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely excited to be a part of it. I'm I can only really speak for myself on this topic of just being honored and glad to be able to represent country music on the stage and be next to Jimmy on, which is he's a super kind person. And, you know, yeah, they're they're bringing in a lot of different people and, and being very inclusive of things. And so I'm just glad that I get to be a part of it, too. Absolutely.
3: This past year, you were always introduced as the reigning ACM new female artist. This year, you're passing that baton on to another rising female star. Like, If you were to give them words of advice after wearing the crown for the past year, what would you say to the next person that gets new female artist of the year?
4: I would say just to enjoy it and soak it in. It's such a special moment when you get to even be a part of these award shows, nominated, win the award, whatever. Whatever it is it's just a big honor to be a part of it so just to say to soak it in and um, to not be sad if you lose because I certainly know what that feels like to be nominated in a lot of categories and and lose them. So don't be a sore loser. Be happy for your fellow peers because everybody's working hard, but enjoy the time.
3: This year you're in contention for top female artist. So congratulations on that. All of the women in country music and the people that you're nominated with, are there some that you look up to and hope to maybe model your career after? Who are the people that are your North Star?
4: I don't know about model exactly my career after them I think there's bits and pieces of of certain people that I have studied in the past in country music that I would like to incorporate but obviously be Gabby and not be right you know somebody else and so I mean Dolly somebody who's had a long long career um, who's very respected in town who's a very good songwriter there's just so many things to love about her and so Definitely her career is something that I would try to emulate in certain ways, for sure.
3: How many songs are you performing on the show? Can you tell us that?
4: I don't know that I can, but you do know that I am doing the performance with Jimmy Allen. But I can say I may or may not possibly have another performance. We'll see.
3: Okay. Now with
4: Jimmy, is it a collaboration of a song that we already know? Is it something new? we're doing two different songs so and they're both cover songs and they're really fun so
3: how yeah. fun is
4: that Very uh, fun. this
3: is gonna <laughs> be so good okay so tell us about the song that we've got on our country heat playlist right now pick me up
4: you laugh I don't care if we ever go home. so pick way on. this is my newest single out to uh, country radio and to the world. Very excited about it. It's just a very laid back country song talking about you know, pick me up in your truck. Let's hit the back roads. Get me out of my head. Get me out of my problems. Let's listen to some George Strait. You know, just, just simple country living, which my husband and I love so much when we we split time between Nashville and East Texas. He's originally from East Texas, very like in the woods. And his family's over there. So when we're there, this song just kind of reminded me of that when we're just riding in the truck and had to give a toot to the, to the king of country music in Texas, Mr. George Strait. And uh, it's just laid back. So I really like the song. It uh, It's a special one for me because it's so inclusive of my husband and kind of our story and things like that. So I'm just hoping people enjoy it. So before I let you go, tell me how Bayla's doing. Is she going to Vegas with you? She's good, of course. She goes everywhere with me. She really does. I just, I take her everywhere with me. I'm I like to be a very hands-on mom. I don't really like that. I don't like to just pass her off and have somebody watch her so that I could just do work outside of home and outside of, you know, being a mother. That's very first to me. So, um, yeah, she will be there and it'll be so fun whenever she starts to recognize like what's actually happening and going on. Uh, She's. 13 months now so she's a little over one and she's very clingy at the moment so yes it's a bit it's a bit difficult to try to get her distracted so that I can leave the room but she's amazing she's growing like a weed and kids are just wonderful so she's doing good so if at
3: one point we see you with her on your hip reading the (laughs) teleprompter it's like yeah this is what we had
4: to do of course, this is it. She loves her mom. Come on. Come on. I'm a mom. I'm working. This is That's the right. the whole picture people. That's so get on
3: right. board. Are you going to get her a little dress just for fun? Like a little glam dress?
4: For the ACMs? That would be so stinking cute. I actually talked to my stylist before and I asked her I think if she had ever styled like kids because she totally needs like mini heels and like a dress. She loves girly stuff, loves like the sparkles. Anytime I wear sparkles, she'll come right up to me and just touch and look and wanna chew on it and and anything and loves shoes, loves the phone, saying hello on the phone. She's just very, she's busy, she's busy love it don't know where she gets it but love it (laughs) no idea not a clue
3: (laughs) okay good luck we cannot wait to see you you in las vegas it's gonna be so
4: much fun thank you thank you all very much i appreciate the time
0: okay wow i think
3: i'm nervous for her now right but again now that was a week ago i'm sure she's got it all under control by now good luck gabby we're sending you all the good vibes We've got a special edition of our Fanning
0: Out segment this week, talking to country music journalist Allison Bonaguro. If you're a country music fan, you've probably read her stuff by now. She's covered the genre for print and online outlets, including the Chicago Tribune, CMT.com, Cowboys and Indians magazine, even Playboy. She has a self-published book called Backstaged, which takes us into the rooms where she interviewed stars like Garth Brooks, Luke Bryan, and Dirk Spentley. And she spills the tea on some crazy moments like fangirling over John Mellencamp on the sidewalk or having dinner with Kid Rock and his girlfriend.
3: I'm just excited because my friend is here and I get to talk about her book. So this is all the perfect things. This is like the perfect storm. Alison Monagora, how are you? I'm so great and so happy to be here. And you have a new book. I do. And we're talking about it. I can't wait. You know, this is the fun thing. I mean, we've known each other because we run in the same circles. Right. Do the same fun things. We get to talk to country stars for a living.
5: I know. It's the best.
3: But there's a lot more to it. Very true. And we don't have enough time and we still love our jobs. So we're not going to go into all the dirty details. But you have this new book that's backstaged. It's about the last 15 years of you covering country music, Mm -hmm. loving it some of your favorite moments that have happened that didn't make it into the articles that you were writing.
5: Um, first of all, how did you come upon country music? Where did the love start? Garth, always Garth Brooks, because I was newly married when his debut album came out. I think it literally came out the year that I was newly married. And I was like, this guy's pretty good. So I started, um, Wearing a Walkman to work with Garth Brooks um, cassettes. And I didn't really have time to go to, or money to go to concerts when I was a newlywed. But, and then by the time I had some discretionary income, he had retired. So I was like, I'm going to just start going to other country concerts. And then in 2003, I decided to switch my career from being an advertising creative director to country music journalism full-time. I mean, that's a pretty big switch. It is. It is. And I'm so glad I did it. I called in to win a radio contest um, and I won a meet and greet with Tim McGraw. And I thought, this was in 2003, and I thought we were going to like sit down for an hour and just chat. And then I realized like, oh, this isn't a backstage pass like in the movies. This is like, you know, come in. He was very nice. Got our picture taken. leave, Leave the room. But still, I was like, there has to be a way for me to do a job in this business. Like, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'll drive a tour bus. Maybe I will nanny their babies. I don't know. I have to do something. (laughs) And so then I was like, wait a minute, I'm a writer. I'll write about it. Hey, I have a skill that
3: could be put to use. So when you started interviewing, when you started talking to people and you started ingratiating yourself into the country music world, who was the first person that you had a honest to goodness interview with?
5: I don't know if I actually can think of which country star I sat down with first. But one of the most impactful was 2007, Luke Bryan had released his debut album, and I listened to the whole thing. And I was like, I think this guy's good. I think there might be something here. And so I asked his publicist and manager if I could interview him when he was playing Country Thunder in Wisconsin. And they were like, sure, like we don't have anything else to do. He was opening. He was the guy who went on at like two o'clock in the afternoon. This was baby act Luke. Yeah, Yeah. baby Luke. We sat on his bus and just, he could not have been nicer. He was so humble. And I was like, okay, this this is for sure what I'm going to do for the rest of my life.
3: So for 15 years, you've collected the stories. Mm-hmm. What made you decide that you wanted to put it together in this book? Well, first of all,
5: every time I would go and do an interview, you interview somebody, Q&A, you come home and you write the story. But there's really no place in the story for the funny things that like the sidebar conversations you're having. So I kind of started writing them when fun things were happening that I couldn't include in the stories. And then when the pandemic hit and I left my job at CMT, I had freelance jobs, but I also had time on my hands. So I was like, okay, you know, I'll keep writing and I'll keep writing and see if I can come up with, you know, a big enough book to make it that thick. In looking
3: at the, the spectrum of all the things that you've done, is there one particular person who is like your, I need this one to complete the collection. Is there one person floating out there? I know I have a couple. I want to hear who yours are. People that you haven't interviewed that you want to interview and you're not going to give up until you get that interview.
5: I would love to interview more female artists. Um, I've had brief backstage slash red carpet moments with people like Miranda and Carrie Underwood. But if I could if I could sit down for a half hour with Miranda or Carrie or Kelsey Ballerini, that would be that would be kind of a huge bucket list moment for me. I love
3: that. Where do you Are you see- gonna tell me who yours are? Oh, mine is George Strait. Oh, yeah. I've never done, I've, I've, Good um, luck. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And I, it's like the white whale, you know, I, I don't know that that's ever going to happen, but I've, I've met him and I took a picture with him and talked to him, but I've never had a chance to actually talk to him. And there is this really interesting thing that happens because there's an energy exchange that I liken to what they feel when they walk out on stage. Like with an entertainer, they walk out on stage and they get this rush from the audience. And Mm -hmm. we don't get that as journalists, but I feel like we get that when we talk to someone else, we're having that same kind of back and forth and energy exchange. And when it's really good, you walk away from it going, oh my gosh, I love that person. I love their music and I feel like I know them even more. Yeah. So who is the person for you that you could talk to anytime they'd say you don't need any prep, but here you go and you jump at the chance?
5: Well, Dirk's Bentley is to me like the most normal non-celebrity person just, you know, sends me Christmas cards. Like he, it just, he just seems like a genuine, I think I can honestly call him a friend and and have that be normal. What's so great about Dirks is when you interview a celebrity and you signed up for it, right? You're the one asking all the questions and they give you their answers, and then the talking stops until you ask another question. But with Dirk's, you know, I'll be like, what was, you know, the album that made you want to move to Nashville? And then he answers me, and then he's like, what was yours? You know, it's more of a conversation than a Q&A session, and I've always really appreciated that about him because it seemed with him to come really naturally.
3: Who's the person that you interviewed early on, in their career and then you got to talk to them again later in their career and you're like, wow,
5: you got a lot better at interviews. (laughs) Probably Carrie Underwood, because she was shy. Coming off American Idol, she didn't know she didn't know about, you know, the big world of country music and anything like that. So I think she was shy and a woman of few words. And then something just clicked for her. And I and I even see that when she is talking to when she's on talk shows and everything, I'm like, she has come a long way, baby. She's, yeah, she's really grown.
3: I could not agree more. Yeah. I remember fresh off of American Idol when they brought her to the CMT Awards, it was the first red carpet she'd ever done. And and you could tell she was like, wow,
5: yeah, there's a lot
3: happening around me right now. I know, I know. And now she's just a boss.
5: Yeah. That's been, that's been good to see.
3: Listen, I am so excited for you. This is thank incredible. You. Backstaged is the name of the book. My fifteen years behind the scenes in country music, Alison Bonaguro. It's so good to see you. You too, and
5: thank you so much for having me. Of
0: course. There's a Kid Rock story in the book that is incredible. Get the book for that story alone. You can order Backstaged: My Fifteen Years Behind the Scenes
3: in Country Music by Alison Bonagoro on Amazon now.
0: Next week, we will be podcasting from Las Vegas. We will be in Sin City for five days, gathering you all the scoop from the 57th ACM Awards. And fingers and toes crossed, and knock on wood and light the candle, we manifested it and it is happening. It is our special guest next week, is none other than Dolly. Dolly. <laughs> I can't believe it. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram for a
3: real-time peek behind the scenes of everything we're doing in Las Vegas, from Radio Row to the Red Carpet. We'll even be backstage during the show. So come along with us. You can find me at the Kelly Sutton. And I'm at Hey, it's Amber A. This weekend you can also find us on Twitch.
0: Sunday night, we're gonna be hosting Amazon Music's first pre-show event. That starts at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday via the Amazon Music channel on Twitch. And then we'll be back broadcasting live from the red carpet. We're basically taking over Amazon
3: Music's Twitch channel. So we'll be talking to all the stars as they go into the show. That starts at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Now
0: we must pack. Yes.
3: Before we go, this week's
0: burning question takes a survey amongst the people that we've been hanging out with lately. Which host do you think will have the most wardrobe changes at the 57th ACM Awards? Dolly, Gabby, or Jimmy? I don't even need to ask. I know who you'll pick, Kelly. Not only will Dolly have the most outfits, she will, without a doubt, have the most wigs. And probably the most rhinestones, the highest heels, all the things. Uh, Priscilla Block agrees with me.
3: If I had to put money on it, I feel like Dolly is going to have the most outfit changes. I mean, she's iconic. And also,
0: can I borrow one of them when she's done with them or what? We also had Chris Young weigh in on the subject.
2: I'm sitting in a room with Dolly Parton's face in it. So I'm probably going to say Dolly Parton for the win there.
0: And I asked Shane McAnally for his prediction.
2: We're going to go with Gabby. And the reason is, we'll start with Dolly. Dolly's outfits, we know, require tape, paper clips, rubber bands, crown molding. Who knows what it takes to get Dolly in those outfits. And since there's no commercial breaks... I don't think she's going to have time to change. Jimmy Allen may have the most clothes in his dressing room. But if you think about Jimmy at most award shows, he wears all of his clothes at once. I mean, the layers on layers on layers. So I don't think he'll be changing. I think he'll just walk out with all of his clothes on. So I think Gabby's a safe bet.
3: I
4: even asked Gabby Barrett herself. Uh, Probably. Mm, that's really hard. Maybe Dolly. She's the, she's the best.
0: We will find out the answer together on Monday night. Tune in for the 57th Academy of Country Music Awards live from Las Vegas on Amazon Prime Video. Country Heat Weekly is a collaborative production between Amazon Music and Nevermind Media. Executive producer is Melissa Locker. Senior producer is Joyce Reiser. Recording engineer, Aaron Dethridge.
3: Sound design by Tim Einenkel. Production assistance from Annie Reuter, Debbie Daughtry, Madeline O'Connell, and Jeremy Chua. Our theme song Country Time was written and performed by
0: Mia Byrne with additional music from Madeline McCormack. The Amazon Music team includes Nathan Brackett, Emily Cohen, Chris Graham, Michelle Kammerer, Eliza Mills, Morgan Jones, and Raymond Roker. Development consultant, Michelle Dix. Additional production support
3: from Marley, Steve, Grace, Winnie, Moses, Wicket, Abby, Jake, Osmo, and all the other very good dogs out there.
0: Be sure to follow Country Heat Weekly on Amazon Music or wherever you listen to podcasts so you get the latest episodes just as soon as they drop.